See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Yeah, so <laughs> we go over to the Gaylord Palms to freeze our butts off, and it was my mom's birthday, and I was like, oh, you know, and my mom's birthday is the 22nd, and I think uh, Promy, a friend of the show Promy, his is the 22nd. Oh, my God. I was like, ripped off every year. I'm the 26th. You're the 26th. Ripped off every year. Every, my mom's the 24th. Every December. year it's like, this is for Christmas and for birthday. This you pair know? of socks is for Christmas and this pair of socks <laughs> is for, your, for Christmas. I, I, my condolences, I'm May. Yeah. So May is like almost right there. Just yeah, dead right. in the middle. Like t- yeah, time, party you're time. You're good. You know, I, I, my condolences to mom and everyone else, you, Dr. Yeah, Morbius. Everyone that gets ripped off year after year for having too close to birthday to Christmas. Yeah, well, my parents never ripped me off, but there was some. But you know, I, yeah. won't, I won't name names. <laughs> you, I'm na- I'm calling you out. Thirty eight, thirty eight <laughs> years later, man. Well, the, the, I'm not gonna name the dearly departed that ripped me off. But you know. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, hey, what is this? This is birthday talk. You're this on is, birthday uh, talk. This is, this, you're on birthday talk. That's right, everybody. Come on and call up and give us your yeah. birthday. <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh, uh, this is Slow Robot A Go Go. I wonder what that's all about. A B through Z grade movies? Mm, mostly Z, I'm thinking. Yeah, probably. <laughs> my Not today, though. My name is Mao. With me as always. Dr. Morbius. And this, my friends, is our 250th show. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. I said it wouldn't last. <laughs> yeah, but yay. Yeah, and I can do my That Was Easy button. Hold on. Yeah, that, yeah there you go. Uh, oh. It's out of juice. Dead battery. That wasn't easy. That was hard. Uh, oh, oh! By the way, somewhere along the way, we we should do a promo for uh, Slow Robot. Oh, and after this, we have to do uh, Christmas bumpers for the show for yeah, uh, Slow Two uh, Dimension. No, no, no. For well, we have that, but I'm saying we. Okay. Uh, 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 Radio St. Pete headquarters has asked for some bumpers, and I said, "Of course, we're going to do some uh, bumpers." Okay. So we'll, we're we're going to do some of that too. I, after I the actually, show. I actually like when when the, the when the king came over last King John, week, King yeah. John. He goes, "You didn't do one." And I go, no. And he looked really angry. So I go, I'll do one now. I t- I, I, and I did. I, I thought I expressly told King Don, look, I'm going to forget for like a month. And then I'll remember. And then we'll take us two weeks to do it. And then I'll take another week and a half to like get it to you. So, you know. Well, I gave you the, you got the one. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. yeah, I have it. We'll drop it in this well, show. Well, because not, because I go, okay, well, hold on. Let me do a bumper for you now. And I go, hi, my name is Dr. Morbius. And 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 please listen to my show, Slow Robot, Robot Go Go, like, where I review movie through Z grade movies, and it's just me. Yeah, oh, it was like, oh, yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> Did he? That was on there, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, why not? So now we got to do for the both of okay. us. Okay, you know? and I'll do one too. Probably I'll just be like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, another yeah, right, guy, right, right, yeah, another guy, guy taking, uh, del- taking suffering from delusions of grandeur. Yeah, you know? well, he's not even a real doctor. <laughs> he doesn't even play one on TV. But anyway, yeah. So, so 250 okay. episodes. Yeah, we no. figured we would go back to old format for this one show and review two movies in one uh, one feature. one show double feature. We used to do double features all the time, and then, then we, we split them, started splitting them out into the one one movie per show. Which 
I have mixed, I have mixed feelings about. You know, it's better because you do more in depth, but it's also I my my cheese brain forgets things, and it's like oh, oh yeah, I know, me too, know. man. But you know, that's the way it goes. That's hey, that's all a part of getting old. You uh, know? Ain't it great? Forgetfulness, yeah. yeah. Numb numb fingers and hands and forgetting things. Yeah, that's about it. Neat, right. awesome. Yeah. Anyway. So two hundred and fifty. So what did you watch this week? Did you watch anything this week? Well, I'll tell you what I watched, and it wasn't a movie, and it wasn't a television show, but I was just. Peaked with just watch out the window. Watch people walking by. You're yeah, like, hey, look at that cats. dog. You're like, I gave this review to no, the you know dog. What I do? I, 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 I sat by my sofa and looked at lizards on the on the on the screen yeah. and wanted to kill them, but my mom wouldn't let me out to kill them. Yeah. Unlike one of our movies where they do kill a lizard, but that was rough. But anyway, that, we'll get to that later. Lizard killing girl, weirdo. Um, okay, I watched something because it piqued my interest, and of course you've heard about this. You by any chance watch that little short interview with Jerry Lewis this week when he was a total jerk to this interview? No, or? no. Uh-uh. Okay, well apparently there was a the Hollywood Reporter went out and interviewed like nine ninety-year-olds uh, that are still in the business, like Stan Lee, a few other ones. But then Jerry Lewis was one of them. Apparently Jerry wasn't happy with the crew. And he gave one of the nastiest interviews you'll ever see in your really? life. Really? It was like, so Jerry, what do you think of Las Vegas? Do you think it's the same as before? Is it any different the same? So what do you think about it? Was there anything <laughs> better about it back then? No. What about your audiences? Do you like them better then than nothing same? And it was just but with an angry face. So I was like, wow. So then I said, mm. you know what? I got to watch another interview, man. I can't like... Yeah. So, so I did watch another one from earlier this year, and he was as sweet as pie. So obviously something was really pissing him off. Mm-hmm. But in the interview where he was nice, and he was like really, he has a good memory, and he was telling stories about the Dean Martin and all the old days. And he so, was he has an axe to grind, doesn't he? Like, yeah. I, I thought he was one of those guys that always has like a problem. Yeah, I don't like, know what the deal is. Like, you know, th- th- I should have been famous, but someone else captured the fame. I'm like, pretty famous. I was though. like, hey, buddy, you know, be thankful for what you got. I'm floundering in obscurity he for 250 is. shows, so, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess he was just, uh, he was pissed off at the crew, and he took it out on the interview, and they weren't really great questions, but they, but anyway. I would have struck it. I would have so, been like, you're down here. Yeah, this. I would have said, you know what, let's just end this, man. Thank you for attempting to even, you know. Thanks con- for being Thank a you jerk. for condescending to look at you, to talk to me, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll see you later, maybe after you're dead or something like that. But no, he gave an interview earlier, and he was, and he was very nice. He, was, he even said to the interviewer, wow, this is one of the greatest interviews that anybody's ever done with me, so go figure. Yeah. The interview was 45 minutes. It was very informative, and it's on YouTube. So Hey, and last week... Uh, Check it out. Last week's Indie Circuit, I, I posted the Dirty Donnie's interview, finally. I cut it down. Oh, cool, I had man. to cut it and take out all the F-bombs and all the... Uh, he, he cursed uh-huh. quite... Not a, not a lot, but enough that I had to listen to the whole thing. Scrub it, cut it, you know. Um, By the way, not getting ahead of ourselves, but... Bella didn't cuss like that. Well, no. that's just a tip. That's mm. just a hint as to what we're wow. gonna we're gonna be reviewing. And I watched a ton of movies, and I'm gonna probably watch more that's this weekend. That's because you were, you know. I was off from from work. No, so I got to watch, and I watched. Okay, this is on TV, so, but I, so I watched. We wa- I just like started watching them. I watched the Star Wars. Was it TNT or someplace played them in order? Not of how they were released, how they would have gone. Chronological. Like, chronological. So I didn't watch the first one. I forget. No, no, number four. So the first three are the ones that Jar Jar Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched the second and third one. And then I TiVoed 
four or one, two, and three. Like I, I TiVo the the ones that that I grew up liking, you know. Yeah. So I watched them because I was like, let's see, you know. I I remember when I first watched these that the, these are the mid one of the two thousands they came out. Uh, I remember saying I don't hate these, but I get why everyone does hate them. And I don't, I, or you know, like I didn't love them, but I was like, eh, whatever, you know. So I was like, let's see what the test of time has done to these things. And I watched them, and I didn't. Again, I didn't hate them, but I didn't watch the first one. I didn't watch it when it was the Jar Jar Clown Show, you know. That's the one I the, watched. The second one and third one where they dialed him back so hard because they're like, ooh, backlash. <laughs> and and then it was like an okay story. I don't like the actors weren't good. The the set pieces were nice, but who cares? It's all computer BS CGI, so I don't care, you know. And that that was at the end. I went eh, and shrugged and turned it off and taped the other three that I like. I haven't watched those yet, but I'm I'm kind of saving them. I'll watch them. Um, so you tried. I tried. I, and again, I don't didn't hate them, but they were just a big meh. Uh, there's I've seen way better uh, sci-fi movies that were made for a nickel and a wish. You know that I love. Yeah. You know even Creation of the Humanoids put yeah. that well high above this. You know, and I love that movie. And it was just a who cares. Two set pieces and a bunch of good actors and and great go Two turntables and the microphone. Yeah, drop the mic. Then I watched a movie called Girl 27. This was tough to watch, but I really liked it. It was uh, almost like a documentary movie. Back in 1937, MGM had uh, this... They used to have these, like, drunken sales rep party orgy things. And back in 1937, a girl, one of the girls... Is that the Freddy Arbuckle? No, 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 no. This is a, one of the girls cried rape, which I guess happened all the time. And because uh, MGM owned the the police, the mayor, they had so much power. Good luck. Don't they do that now? Yes, but anyway, <coughs> okay. no. Now it's just the government. But okay. <clears throat> so, the, so the, this girl, twenty seven, and th- this guy who's doing this documentary style movie was like, why did no one? E- I've never heard of this. He was doing. He was doing something else, a different a different book, and he happened upon this story, this headline about a girl crying rape uh, for this studio, and then that was it. And then they were like, nothing else ever happened, so he followed up with it, and then he made this movie. And the girl, the lady was still alive. So it's a documentary? She, yeah, it's a documentary. A yeah, it's a documentary. It's, it wow. was, but it was, yeah, it was a documentary. I'm, I'm was not she gonna a starlet? It. No, she's just one of those dancers. Like, I guess... In the 30s and 40s, they were they just hired so many extras as dancers, and these girls were like 13, 14, whatever, and they would get drunk and whatever, you know, and it was really bad because they had other people talking about how, yeah, th- you'd be on set and there's just people grabbing you and groping you, and you're like, they're, they're 14 years old or whatever, you know. So the guy, nothing, they they kind of paid off the mom, and it just went away. But sure. the girl didn't get any any money, no. and they hate each other. No, no, it was it was a nasty story, and it was a sad story. But then you start thinking about it, you're like during that time, it was they were saying weird stuff. There was like 250 people there, and they had 400 cases of scotch and three and 300 cases of of. That was right after prohibition. Yeah, man. you're like what? Everybody the? was getting like lit up. It was a it was a kind of a sad movie. So, Girl 27. That and the, the name of that is because when you went down the ledger of. 
the girls that signed in to go get their their costumes and stuff like that she was the 27th girl of this so list did she of name 300. who she was raped by yeah oh yeah yeah um, like famous people well no just the guy it was the, like one of the studio heads oh metro golden yeah Ray and and, and they had you know they had they showed his grave and he didn't have any kids there was no one to defend the guy which is something i was kind of like eh, you know the girl seemed off but who am I? I'm not judging. I, mean, I was just watching. When, it, you, when know. you say chorus girl, what do you mean by chorus? girl? Remember, like when they used to have there was all these dancers or those girls in the in the water, like doing those weird things, and they they used to do a lot of like that choreographed dancing. I, I, I like, know what a chorus girl is, but I see yeah. I see a chorus girl in like a in like an a, extra a nightclub. No, no, no. She was just an extra she in the movie. Like the movie. I'm it wasn't sorry, a yeah. nightclub. No, no, no. These were movie extras, yeah, extras. that oh, were those okay, dance okay. girls. Yeah, 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 girls, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Got sorry. I, for a big musical, they hired a bunch of girls. I don't know why they would hire 13 or 14 year old girls to be a musical. I know, right? Well, I, I mean, maybe I they looked older. I don't know, but yeah. But that was then, man. It was a different. It was a different. It could. Yeah, but it wasn't because there's underage girls that are cheerleaders on in the NFL, well, and you're like, Ooh. not in the NFL. They hire 16 or 17. 17. I thought you had to be like of age to be. Not a if someone signs. That's interesting. Okay. Really? Yeah, I didn't weird. know that. And, and, and now, I don't know how often, but I was like, Ugh. I didn't know uh, that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but well, whatever. That's anyway. So it was just, so it was a, in light, I, it was, I like these kind of movies that are kind of like something you've never heard about, but was a big deal in the 40s or 30s or whatever. You know, there's a show on um, probably ID or maybe History Channel. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? It's called A Crime to Remember. And they kind of re, they, they re-show one of those headline cl- uh, crimes that changed something you know like laws came out of this crime whatever you know oh, and it's, yeah, yeah. it's called a crime to remember and it's really well done it's and it's great storytelling it's so it's a i like that show yeah then i watched a, 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 a approaching the unknown which is a sci-fi astronaut floating to mars uh meh it was not good and then i watched one called can we take a joke which was a documentary, a new one, a very, a fairly new one. Comedians talking about uh, how um, censorship is reigning supreme, and and they can't talk about certain things. And when they do, you know, you know, they can't talk about things, and that kind of creates uh, oppression, you know. And and then that that even like they're saw, they're saying that like that like the right, they used to use it from the right, but now like it's more from the left, like college campuses are, are stamping down people and, and banning people and you're like oh wait what hey you know what you know what I say to them you live by the sword you die by the sword buddy yeah. I don't yeah. know but there was some valid points I thought it was a pretty interesting uh, watch so can we take a joke uh, I don't know because I, I've once time or a couple of times I watched uh, they talk a lot about Lenny Bruce well yeah yeah know. Lenny Bruce was the yeah, but one time a couple of times I watched like in the middle of the night some of those uh Comedy Central roast, yeah. and they don't stop at anything. At well, I, I guess now there's like now they have like the the direct backlash, or people like like the protesters and stuff like that, and some embrace them, some some fight them, some you know, like, and that they're also sometimes a comedian gets attacked on stage, weird stuff. Uh, they were showing some of that weird stuff, which you couldn't be too commonplace, but you know, and they they and it was a lot of they were talking about Lenny Bruce, and, yeah, uh, he was the one and, that. Uh, and, uh, you know. That they said every comedian should is is should be thanking him, basically, because he made that 
like thinking like before that it was bump bump jokes and you know <laughs> you know like which I liked the bump bump jokes he's the one that turned it into more like um, thought provoking or, or yeah edgy, controversial controversial or edgy yeah it was freedom of speech you know mm-hmm. I mean yeah so it was double edged sword it, buddy I don't know but it was an interesting because uh, one of the things that they talked about was that girl that said some weird tweet and she had no followers and by the time her plane landed because she was offline then. By the time her plane landed, she was, like, fired from her job, and, like, millions of people, like, were calling to kill her, you know. She said, going to Africa, hope I don't get AIDS, LOL, just kidding, I'm white, or something. She said something weird <laughs> like that, and that was in 2008 or 2009, and, like, literally by the time she pla- her plane landed, all this stuff had happened, and it was so, it's so weird, because I always kind of think of, what if we offhandedly, flippantly say something, and then all of a well, sudden... we need to put it on Twitter, then. No. And man. we'll get, like, 8 million tweets and death threats. No, I don't want any of that. It was just weird, but, you know, because you say one bad thing, especially in the open, in, the, in that form. We've, we've said, said tons, tons of, of bad things. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> we've offended everything, which is you know. the way to be. You can't just offend one thing. You have to offend everything. That's the yeah. point. That's Lenny Bruce's but the, point. But, yeah, but and that's what the, what, what the comedians were kind of saying, but they're saying, now that doesn't fly. Now... It's okay to offend everyone until you're the person's offended. Then they then they go nuts and 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 like no one can take a joke only if it's not at their expense. I would say like jokes or something. I mean there there is a point to where it's not a fun it's not funny anymore. But some people say there is no point where it's not funny anymore. If it's if it's horrible yeah. and nasty and makes you cry, but it's funny, then you know you got to deal with it. You know? yeah, it was weird. It was a, it was a good movie. I mean, I liked watching it. I was glad I watched it. Um, I don't like thought provoking. Oh. Well then, great. All right, so that's it. <laughs> so that's it for the what I watched this week, and then uh, I like laugh provoking. Mm, none of that this week. Well, no, no, I, no one mine. I think my yeah, choice yours was, is. Yeah, yeah I yeah, laughed yeah. a lot. Of it. Okay, yeah. so we're gonna take a quick trailer break when we come back, and then we're gonna dive into what did you pick for us this week? Well, Profondo Rossi. Yes, that thing and others. Chance for there, Goldie Wang. This is Robert Ducky. What's your chance? 20, Uber. I've got preparation H in my rear and Smokey the Bat in my back door. We got a shot convoy, over. Yeehaw! Copy that, you some bitch pile of monkey nuts. The Naked Witch. Mercy. The most chilling, most terrifying motion picture you have ever seen. The Naked Witch. The shocker of all shockers. Rated R. Come early, beat the crowds. It's breaking records everywhere. Now I swear, the next one of you primates even touches me. The bestseller that sizzled a nation is now a major motion picture. The Bedford Report. An intimate diary of swinging young playmates. The Bedford Report. Inhabited by nubile young women who are the victims of their own boundless erotic cravings. The Bedford Report. Is a new shocker that should be shown on an asbestos screen, says Archer in the New York Post. If it feels good, we do it, and we do it all in The Bedford Report. The Bedford Report, in color, rated R. Naturally. Doc, you don't just walk into a store and and buy plutonium. Did you rip that off? Of course, from a group of Libyan nationalists. They wanted me to build them a bomb, so I took their plutonium and in turn gave them a shiny bomb casing full of used pinball machine parts.
right. So for those who don't speak Italian, what what are we watching this week? Well, that was the famous uh, theme for the movie Deep Red. That was by the band. Uh, this was directed by Dario Argento. He he uh, he found a prog band in uh, Italy, and yeah. then he got, hey, can you do try out, do some, maybe make some music for me? They did two songs in one day, and he goes, "You got it, man. You're yeah. in." So yeah, the Deep Red. Yeah, it, it kind of sounds a little bit like ELP, and then it turns into a little bit of Genesis. Yeah, know, and they, they, those it's featured heavily. Anytime, yeah. anytime something's going on or so, or he's doing something, it just fire or the bat the the murderer just kind of rolls into like the the prog so, rock. Yeah, it kind of tells you you know something's gonna happen. Yeah, a little bit, you know. You know, but yeah, this is a movie that. Um, I read about it a lot as a kid, and I didn't see it on television until uh, I think my friend taped it for me off of WOR's Fright Night back in like 1979 or 80. Wow. I wish I had the tape, and that one I don't have, but. MOR has been around that long? WMOR? WOR? Oh, WOR. Oh, no, no, WMOR. I was like. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> w. W uh, K O R or something. Uh, yeah, W O R from New Jersey, famous New Jersey oh, okay. station that we used to get um in the early days of cable. We used to get yeah. that super station. We used to get, of course, we still get Turner, Turner Class, uh, Turner uh, TNT and TBS and all that. Yeah. And they used to have the Friday Night Horror Show. So I remember having, you know, record my friend recorded this and I go, oh, this is a pretty interesting movie. And I found a nice copy. Yeah. So uh, you know decided to pick it for yeah. this week. This is one of those, what I'll... Uh, this is giallo, as they call them. Italian mm, murder mysteries. Yeah, but this one was almost, this one was like art, art house. It was. It, they, they, like, there was a movement where, like, they tried to make artists make art movies, and it was, so there's a lot of, what am I looking at, and why am I looking at this, and yeah, it's just uh, weird. Yeah. It's like, no, I don't, I don't want to say weird, weirdness for weirdness sake, but it, kind it was. Of, you know, it was like, oh, there wow, was. you know, and... You're like okay. There's a, there's shots that are uh, call they're they're there to call attention to themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, like, look at how cool my camera work is. Yeah. yeah. It's quite a lot different from like say Operation Las Vegas where the camera is like barely there. <laughs> camera's you know? an afterthought. It's you're an just, afterthought. Just gonna, just, uh, put playing, the camera there. Yeah. And, okay. Speak. All right. Next. Or yeah. you know. You whatever. can tell this was a high dollar mo- movie or not high dollar but they they spent money on it they this spent was not, money um, they spent money but it wasn't like you know hollywood money you know? no well no but they spent money and and these agenda was a well was a well known horror director so but mm. this is where he started doing like becoming more artistic i yeah. think you know We're flexing a little bit more, you know it's still like a hitchcocky type of movie or whatever cuz these his early movies the one he did after this Suspiria, was a pretty straight on horror but the mm. ones from this before this were pretty much murder mysteries, Hitchcock. Suspiria got like the that. has the Criterion cl- uh, treatment on it, I think. Yeah, this does. I'm sure it does. Yeah, and yeah. it's funny that it does because this was a the, this was a creature feature, but some of the old creature features are not Criterions, you know. So go figure. I guess they ran out of you know quote unquote good movies. I thought know? they tried to find stuff that that made a difference. Yeah, I, stuff I mean, that like, was groundbreaking. Yeah, and you know, and now that this one started. I don't think this one was Criterion, but the say Suspiria was and Suspiria. Is yeah, it, is yeah, it? yeah. Oh, I because yeah. I know the the covers that weird the triangles girl, yeah, and Jessica yeah. Harper. I was gonna pick that one, but it wasn't on YouTube, so I was yeah. like, okay. Well, it was Criterion yeah. bought it. <laughs> this was pretty good. This was a pretty damn good one. Yeah. So you know, this was like considered his first. He did like other good ones before the Bird with the Crystal Plumage. I forget what the other one, but this is considered his first like. Really great movie or whatever, and mm. I like I said, you know, it's like okay, 
Let's do it. Yeah, it's a long movie. Yeah. It's over two hours long. It does. It is slow at times. This one doesn't feel it to me. But it does yeah. have. It doesn't feel give over you, two. It, it gives yeah. you a lot of clues, and it and it does mess with your brain or whatever. Yeah, and a little did, bit. And and I read somewhere where he wanted this movie to have the murders make them so you could they, you could actually like kind of not. I wouldn't say relate to them, but you know, like when they you know they breaks the guy's mouth or whatever the teeth or they put oh, you in hot yeah. water. You, you kind of. Like when somebody cuts themselves a razor blade, you kind of yeah. feel it. You yeah. know what I mean? It makes it a little more like, uh, you know. And and he got and he has and he does try to make them as like beautiful as possible. You know, yeah. like everything's everything's nasty, but it's kind of artistically shot and the blood and all that. Anyway, a lot of the sword movies out of Japan do that. Yeah, yeah, a lot beautiful Lady flowing. Lady yeah, there's, everything's beautiful around it except for this violent, horrible horror, carnage you know, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, Sex and Fury, that beautiful naked girl jumps out of the hot tub, which is beautiful, then kills everyone. Well, the Lady <laughs> Snowblood yeah. also. You know. um, yeah, so anyway, uh, this movie starts off with, like, there's like a psychic, there's like three psychics. No, one of them's a psychic, and the other two are... They're, they're uh, handler, her handlers. Or, you know? Yeah, they're other doctors, or they're other, like, you know, uh, uh, intellects or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And she's, like, going... She's telling people about... And they're, like, a big, beautiful uh, opera house or whatever. Filled. Everyone went to see the psychic, the German psychic. Yeah, the house. German sh- psychic, yeah, whatever. And then she's like, well, you know, I can... I can have... I was born with the ability to, like, you know be able to read people's minds and see things. As a matter of fact, that guy in the fourth row, you have your keys that you have your keys in your hand and there's four keys and the guy's like, Hey, yeah, you're right and they go, wow. and that's not a plant or anything like that, you know, it's like <laughs> this isn't like a David Copperfield show or anything like that. Right. You know, but uh she goes they go, Wow, that was really incredible. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she starts like she starts like spazzing flipping out. Flipping out. Flipping out. Ah, screaming. Like Yeah, she's flipping out. She goes, There's there's like a mur- oh, because oh because in the very beginning of the movie, I forgot, you see a murder. You see like a child in uh in a room, remember? In the beginning of the movie you hear the music. Oh yeah. And you yeah, see yeah. a child in a room and you see like a body drop. And you hear like that that loud that lullaby music. That's some POD's like let the bodies hit the floor. Yeah, let right. the bodies hit the floor. So yeah, yeah, and they they don't. They do. They, that's a good. That's a big song at strip clubs, by the way. Oh my God, that song. <laughs> yes, it's anyway. So nineties. You're like, oh nineties, late nineties. So yeah, you're showing them. Yeah. You're showing a murder at the beginning, and then it fades out, and then it goes to this scene. So she's like, the floor. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. She's, like, she's like flipping out. I see like a murder. I see like a little child, and I see like a dead body. And and like, You're gonna do something. Yeah. And, she and has that curly thing where she's on the floor and like running in a circle. Yeah. 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 Right. I don't awesome. She and, didn't do that. No, she didn't. But it was in the script, cool. but she was like, I don't do that. I'm German. Yeah. But then you see like a POV shot of like somebody leaving the room, going to a, uh, the restroom. And then, like, some, uh, you see, like, again, a POV shot, and then another guy's in the restroom and goes, Are you okay? Do you need any help? And, you know, you don't just see the gloves. You don't see yeah, the dude's like, All right, we'll see ya. You know. And then, uh, whatever. And then it cuts to, like, you're in the, in the middle of, like, it's like three o'clock in the morning in Italy, and there's, like, a guy walking down the street, and he sees his buddy who's like drunk in the corner yeah drunk on the ground drunk like and he's still holding a glass and he's still holding a glass that's one of those things where you're like oh that's nice and other countries let you 
they had the glasses. You don't have to drink out of like paper cups. Yeah, and, paper cups or whatever. You know, whatever. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So he and he's like a he looks like who's the who's the rock star? He looks kind of. I like, know he looks like a rock star. Uh, I can't think of his name. I want to say like a young Keith Richards, but that's totally wrong. No, it's no, like no. Neil Neil. Neil Young? No, Young, not Neil, Neil Young. Young with uh, the, with the, he has like a little bit of a... Simon and Garfunkel? Yeah, maybe Art Garfunkel. Art Garfunkel. That's maybe Art Garfunkel. Garfunkel. He looks yeah, like yeah. a brooding Art Garfunkel. A little bit thinner, if you can imagine that. Yeah, And yeah. then he, and the, our hero lifts him up. David uh, Hemmings. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, oh, you know, and, and they, they're both piano players. And they, this guy's like, I'm so drunk. And and he's like, okay, whatever. And Yeah, he, he goes, yeah. Well, you know, the difference <laughs> with you is that I'm like a... Uh, a bourgeois and you're a proletariat I do it for art and you do it for a living or some kind of art you know like intellectualism yeah at this point it's like drunken oh. in- intellectualism yeah and though that's the best kind of intellectual oh, yeah, when, when someone's drunk and wants to talk run run as far as you can cause yeah. oh my god it's 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 a nightmare and then all of a sudden I've been that guy and I'm <laughs> a nightmare please don't ever listen to me when I'm drinking it's a mess <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're sitting there and they hear like the scream and they both turn and they're like, "What the hell was that?" And then and then the drunk goes, eh, "It's a, probably a rape, yay, rape!" And I'm like, "Oh, yeah." Oh. That guy was like, "Oh, yeah, total drunken jerk, you know, off or whatever." So the guy's like, "Well, you know, whatever, dude. You know, look, just go home. I'm gonna go home, and you know, see just you later. See yeah. you later." And then there's they show like this shot of like a bar there and it looks like that painting it looks just like that Night painting Hawks yeah, by, by yeah. Edward Hopper and I'm like yeah. okay alright so anyway that's I think the first thing I thought of. then I started thinking I wonder if those were kind of common like pre prefab bars probably they could have been because I've seen donut shops like that I've yeah, seen yeah, like yeah. Uh, so that like just like remember how diners kind of came yeah, like yeah, built yeah, here's yeah. a here's a diner you know yeah I, and, then, and that bar that was that famous painting Edward Hopper the Nighthawks yeah, yeah, yeah might have been which I love that the yeah, artist that painting. it was really similar. Oh, I mean, yeah. to the point where you're like, okay. And you see, and you, and you see the people there, like three people, like yeah. kind of like you know, you're like okay, we get it. Night, Art, to do you yeah. know, whatever. <laughs> so like you know, so that's going on, and then all of a sudden, as as David Hemmings is walking back, he looks up in the he looks up in the in the window, and he sees this woman screaming, and then somebody behind her drags her, and like you know first grisly murder and like pushes her head down into the glass yeah he sma- they smash through the pane and then kind of like coup de gras on the on the neck onto the broken window and you're like ah and, you, ah. and he runs towards it and this is this is this reminded me of like german or russian film filmography where yeah there was yeah. long shots down industrial looking yeah. buildings like you're looking down a hallway but it could be the hallway to like I don't know, a punch press room. Like, you don't know if people live there or if that's, like, a prison or whatever. And it was deliberately shot like that. I don't want to say film noir, but, it, like, the long shadows and the big sure. industrial look. It was very East Germany or, you know, like, that kind of look, yeah, the whole yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. But then they would pepper in the art crap. No. Yeah, yeah, Art yeah. stuff, not crap. The artsy stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, I didn't mean crap, like, bad. But, I mean, you know, then they'd have the other stuff that was vibrant and colorful, and you're like, all right, I mean, real playful with the... The stylistic choices, very stylistic, you know. Yeah, very stylistic. Very, like I said, making ugliness and nastiness look beautiful. Yeah, know? yeah. So then he goes in there. Just goes right into a crime scene, because why wouldn't you? Cause why know? wouldn't you? Because you're a piano player. Of course you'd want to go into a crime scene. <laughs> and he's looking around. and then Piano players make the best fighters. They and, are the best and, fighters. And the best and, oh, yeah, and, oh, of course. And, and the best sleuths. I'm, I'm Ivory Tickler. 
<laughs> and you're like, okay, I retickler. That's a weird name. Kind so, of. so he goes in and he starts. He sees the the dead woman on the ground, and he starts looking around. And then, at then that scene, as he's walking through a hallway, you see a clue, but you don't know that you see a clue. You actually weird. see the murderer, but you don't know that you've seen the murderer. See, that's neat. You round, I, I should have rewound it and looked. I did. I did. I did. And it and it, and it is. Uh, the murderer standing there. It is like, the murderer oh. standing in the in the mirror. Yes, that's wild. Because he see, he thinks he's seeing a picture, but what he's seeing is a reflection of a picture. Yeah, because this lady, where this German lives, a lady, a lady was basically a house of horrors. Like every Im, every picture had like it was like the ghostly image with eyes out of it, or everything like was a, like the Edward Macabre. Everything <laughs> was like that scream by Edward Munch or yeah. whatever. <laughs> She's like, welcome to my Macabre Holloway, and and. Around the one corner, it was a mirror that was looking directly at an image. Yeah. And what you didn't know is that the image, the lady was, hey lady, she was standing against the wall in the image. So he he ran by her and subconsciously he was like, that image, that, he didn't see her, but he saw her. Yeah. And then while he, then he's looking at his dead body and, and the girl goes running out past his drunken friend who's just sitting on the on the pavement like oh he's wearing this like she the 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 killer's wearing this raincoat yeah. you know and a, and a and a hat like a fedora kind of hat yeah. so oh who could it be i don't know so he calls the cops and the cops are like okay well whatever you know yeah the cops are like and then and then like all of a sudden with the cops enters the the plucky uh, reporter or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, who's like... Our heroine. Yeah, our yeah. heroine, yeah, who's like... Uh, oh, I forgot what her name was. I know I know her her her, her real name is uh, Daria Nicolodi, Nicolodi, yeah. Nicolodi, I think. But anyway... Nickelodeon? Not Nickelodeon. She, she walks around and dumps like green goo on people. She's like, I'm Nickelodeon. Splash. Oh, slime. <laughs> slime. Anyway... So she's like, you know, she takes his picture. She goes, oh, I remember you, oh, you know, whatever. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And the next day, I think he sees his picture in the paper, and he's like, oh, thank you for like yeah, that was taking so funny. my picture. He's like, thanks for put, putting my picture and my address it's for a murder in a possible murderer's like retaliation kind of thing. It was like, yeah, that is, huh? Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of like you know verboten, you know, yeah. but whatever. And they go to this lady's. They go to this lady's funeral, the the German lady, and then she's like going, "Oh, that's famous, blah blah blah. That's famous. All these professors and and people and that there was study the two other paranormal guys that were with her, yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. And he's like, "Okay, so they get in her piece of junk car, and he's that's she's like, we get comedy, then. yeah, comedy, because this car is like an early uh, Fiat or an Italian, like a knockoff of a Fiat, I think, an early Italian, really tiny car, and nothing's working. The door keeps falling open, and the thing, he's a ha ha ha, you know. Yeah, right. And this gal's big." She's a tall gal. She's, she's bigger girl, than him. Yeah. She's bigger than our hero. Yeah, she's bigger than him. And then, and then, then they, she goes into his, his uh, what call it, his room, and they start having like a battle of the sexes. I know? took that as he was freaking out, and I think they were supposedly having. They, I thought that was after sex. Maybe. I don't know if that was my. I thought that because they show him getting dressed. Yeah, you're right about that. I so didn't I think and, about and then that. she was like, "Now, now, don't you feel like better?" Like so, I think yeah, she was like, right. "They just had sex." And then she was like, "Oh, what are we doing later?" And he's like, "Get out of here, you know, b- bounce, you know." Yeah. And then and then then she like challenges him to uh, arm wrestling, and she keeps winning, but he keeps saying, "You cheat," and blah blah blah. Um, and it's like you're saying, like Battle of the Sexes thing. And you're like, I don't need this in my movie. I don't want this in my movie. Yeah, yeah, you're it right. It was the time though. They yeah, had you're to, right. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even think about that. You're right because when they were there, they must have done something, and because he's putting yeah. his clothes back on, yeah. and she's like. Oh, okay, and they start doing. Because she's like, "Hey, now you're not stressed anymore, are you?" You know, cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, 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 I screwed you out of it. I screwed the sex, out, uh, the, the the stress right out of you. You know. 
So, so like, he basically tells her to, like, you know, hit the road or whatever, you know. And then she's like, well, we're we, we going to work together to solve this mystery. And yeah. he's like, nah, that's all right. I'm going to do it on my own or whatever. So now they kind of... At, but they're they weren't hateful towards each other. They were like it was like that that edgy. I'm yeah, gonna yeah, beat yeah, you, yeah. and then he's like, no, no, yeah, you're yeah. I, no, I'm gonna beat you. Like to 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 catch the killer first, you know. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what? Okay, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. then, uh, boy, you know, now it's just kind of like murder investigation, murder investigation. It kind of you start meeting all the suspects or whatever, right? And then they usually get killed, and you're like, okay, so it wasn't that. You, person, you go, right? he goes looking for his friend, I think. You know, it turns the, out to be gay, the drunk, and he meets his mother, who's kind of like looks a little crazy, but she's really was she trying to play like Joan Crawford? She was an Italian actress that was a real like that. She was a real. Those were real pictures from her movies, but basically she was saying, oh, it was a great actress, but. You know, uh, uh, my son's dad stopped me from being in the business, mm. and I really... Because I had this kid, she, she was resentful towards him a little bit. She was resentful or whatever, and he goes, well, where is he? And he goes, oh, he's at Richie's house or something. So he goes over to Richie's house, and then, you know, knocks on the door, and then Richie's like, which I think is actually a woman, but looks like a man. It's like the... Tra- is it was Pat. It was the original Pat. Was I didn't Pat. know. I didn't know who it was. It was Pat. I didn't yeah. know if that was a man or a woman. But then she started. The, this this actress, our actor, started saying like, "Oh, you didn't know but he was." But gay. the woman playing a man. I didn't. know. It was a total gender bender. It was like whatever. the whole thing. I was like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. And I, I mean, I didn't care one way or the other. I just didn't know. I could. If you said who, what is that? I'd be like a plant. I don't know. I I couldn't tell you what it is. It's uh. So then he like sees his friend and his buddy's like drunk and he goes. Oh yeah, you caught me. Now you know what I am. Well, yeah, now you know I'm a queer, and you're like, yeah. Uh, wait, this is the '60s. I thought like, yeah, this is it's the '70s. Uh, yeah, actually. I was like, I didn't think anyone cared at this point, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then, but then he's like, and then the, the Richie's like, look, this guy's been drunk like for a month. Yeah. Kind of, he's like, I, I'm kind of worried about him. He has a problem, you know. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so yeah. which, which I guess also would maybe speak to the whole what when we find out what happens yeah we find it, out what th- a lot of this stuff makes sense why he would be at this point having these problems sense. yeah no it's just a, a big artist artist mess an artistic yeah. mess you know yeah yeah point. yeah so he walks his buddy out and he's like well you know i've got to you know i got to find out what's going on or whatever so then i think after this point he goes back to his house and he's yeah. working on some music because he's doing some jazz right. music and then he does, he's sitting there playing the piano he doesn't notice that like there's something in the ceiling's falling on him or whatever. <laughs> I like think it's common in Italy. You know. Somebody's walking over him and he's like, uh, okay, you know, whatever. You know, So he's sitting there playing. All of a sudden he hears like the door opening or something's opening. And then he yeah. hears that lullaby music. Yeah. And he's like... Oh. And then he calls the girl... I think he calls. I think he calls the girl. No, no, no. He's holding the door shut, and the 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 phone rings. So he oh, answers it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's like, "Someone's here to kill me." And they're like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "I I have the door locked, and you know, come and help me, save me." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, whatever." So, but then the person then the runs person away. Person leaves because you know he was able to bolt himself in. So he picked up a statue. He was going to hit him with a statue, and I was like, you know, if there was ever a pro gun movie, this is it. Cause yeah. Tell you what. I'd like, I'd say let the door open a little bit when he comes yeah. in. We're gonna be scraping brains off the wall. <laughs> hey, end of the end of the end of the horror, you know. But that's not what happens in Italy. So then, so then he's like thinks about the song and he goes out and he buys the record, right? He buys yeah. the children's lullaby record, and then he takes it to the. He goes and sees the two psychics, right? And then he yeah. goes to the psychics. He goes. He goes, yeah, I hear this music, and it's this lullaby music that comes from this record. And one of the guys goes, you know, 
I think that record I think that record was like found or heard at this 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 famous house where it's like haunted and there was some kid. Yeah, the, yes. It was kind of it's really convoluted. Okay, this we're part screw it up. Got weird. Yeah, we're gonna screw it up. Not only, the, I mean, the, this is almost like the the late middle portion of the of the movie. Yeah. And he goes to this place, and a lot of it's like, why am I here? Why are you doing that? I don't understand it. Like, it it, it made sense at the end then. But at the end, it makes sense when you're sitting there and you're just watching this weirdness go on, and he's sla- the the dad slapping this little girl, and the girl's looking at him like he's tr- she wants to have sex with him, kinda. I'm not being weird, everyone. This well, is kind of yeah, yeah. you know, like, but this is just like, but it's like, but so he finds this, ha- he finds this house. He's talking. He goes, yeah, there's, rent, you know, yeah, yeah. There's a picture of this house in the book, and you'll see it, and blah blah blah. I don't know where it I'm is. Like, well, I'm investigating. I'm a piano player. Yeah, so. I'm, a, I'm a piano player. Slash, I believe you know. to the rescue. Yeah. You know, like, so oh. he goes to some museum. I mean, he goes to some library where they're watching him because <laughs> it's a special book or whatever, and he sees the picture. Says, and there's a story about like. Uh, I forgot what it was—a screaming house or whatever. I don't remember what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. But he goes in, and while he's not looking, he rips the picture out and he starts investigating. He sees the floor, the 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 the. the he goes, he goes, he sees like the you know the flowers or the plant or whatever, and he, he starts trying to figure out where the hell is this? Is this yeah. got some strange? And he goes around and he talks to people, and one of them goes, "Oh yeah, that's the house over there. You know, yeah. that's a it's a deserted house." Blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to go, and he drove up, and he said like for rent. And there was also a scene in here where he calls his girlfriend, the journalist. I'm just calling her his girlfriend, and um, it was really annoying. Like they were they were each in a really loud place, so neither could hear yeah, each other. Yeah, he was and like in a in a pinball, restaurant in the back. The guy was making espresso, so it was going. Psh, psh, and they were playing pinball, so he couldn't hear. And she's in the middle of her... A newsroom. Room where everybody's, like, yapping and, like, running around. And then I can't communicate. But he's trying to tell her that he thinks that it's this, there's this house and a clue yeah. there. So it's just one of those scenes that I was like, was this just to be odd? Yeah, so... But now now we're at the place, and we meet the dad, who's the renter of the house, or owns the house. And his strange, psychotic little girl, who's like a daughter of darkness that girl, before those... Had been has been in a lot of Italian horror movies. She grew up later, and she was an adult, which and she looked she was pretty attractive. She, she was grew in up movies to be an adult. adult. Yeah, she grew oh, up to weird. be an adult. She was yeah. one of those. Uh, she had that unlike me. She had that genetic an- anomaly that yeah. Like, yeah, she's like, oh, I grew up to be an adult. That was weird. <laughs> she Stop. grew up to look nice. Fight it, fight it as long as you can because being right. an adult sucks. Don't grow up, you know, it sucks. <laughs> but you know, being an adult is uh, anyway. She was in a bunch of movies. They actually used her in other Italian horror movies, yeah, so she cool. was like a staple of it. She and you could tell she was. She looked. She reminded me of Sissy Spacek. She was creepy. She's, you know, remember the uh, like or Carrie or Carrie, Sissy yeah. Spacek. So they they Sissy tell him. Spacek, okay. yeah. yeah <laughs> so they tell him, yeah, that's this house that's mm-hmm. there, and my daughter will take you to it, and then. There's that one scene where the girl's gonna walk him to it, and all of a sudden the dad goes, "Come here!" and he like he like he, gives her like a haymaker. He pimp slaps her like yeah. hard, and you're like, "Wait!" And you're like, "What is this all about?" And then all of a sudden, as they're leaving, he cuts to the ground, and he goes, "I told you not to do this again." There's like a lizard with like oh. a pin stuck there, and apparently the little girl likes to torture lizards or yeah. something. First, the first signs of a psychotic maniac. Yeah, you know. so so she takes him to the house. And then he starts looking around, and he starts investigating, and he's, like, there for, like, the entire day. And then he finally sees this wall where the plaster's coming off, and he starts scraping and scraping. Oh, it takes forever. And then he finally sees this, like, child's picture of uh, somebody of a murder. Yeah. And what he does is he sees a, a man with a knife in his chest and a, holding a little baby's hand. 
Yeah. Or a little child's hand. But what he didn't do was finish. He didn't finish his job. He left, and then some of it fell down, and they show another person in the in the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So some wackiness happens, and then like, and then he gets yeah. like a, a window, Knock. a window pane hits him in the head, or and whatever. he's bleeding. But then he get, and then he went to down this hall, where he saw more, because there was something that happened in between. But then we'll just go back to this. Um, and he and he starts hammering through this hole, and he sees where a wall where it looks like it's a fake wall. Yeah. Even though how you'd see this in this place, whatever, but he, whatever. So he 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 tunnels a hole through it, and he sees a person walled up. There's a dead there was body. There's like a room that was walled up, and yeah. there's a dead body in there. Like somebody just sitting in a room and just died. And then he's like, well, that was creepy. And he runs. And oh, no, he gets knocked out. And then the girl wakes him up as the house is burning down. Because Remember she had left yeah. a note for him saying that I was going to be at this house. But the whole time you're thinking this girl might be the murderer. Yeah, the because when he's lying there, up. when he's yeah. lying there dead, or not dead but knocked out, she's yeah. got this evil look on her face, yeah. and then she's and he's and she's like, oh, all of a sudden she goes like, yeah, I saved you from this burning house. So apparently, while well, he was knocked, somebody knocked him out in the house while he was looking at the images, and then they set the house on fire to make it look like it was going to be like a uh, yeah, like a you know, like an accident or whatever. Yeah. So they go back to the house. So they go back to the. The, the you know rent, renter's house, the owner, the owner of the place. Yeah, yeah. before this scene though, there was another murder. There was a murder yeah. of the woman that actually wrote the story about the you know the yeah. house or whatever. So you know, and then you know this guy get so then this so then and then that leads to this scene and this guy goes back and then this happens, and then like he goes back and he's making a phone call to yeah. the uh, what call it? He's making a phone. Somebody's making I forgot what it was. Are they making a phone call to the to the police? Or the, not the, the police. The, uh, the I, no, 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 he's making a phone call. But then as he's as she's making a phone call to the newspaper or whatever, wherever it was, he walks to the room and he sees that drawing in the girl's that room. That exact drawing, yeah. And he goes up to the girl and he goes, he starts really grabbing her too, and he goes like, "Where'd you get that drawing?" And she goes, "I, I drew it. What's he's wrong like, with this impossible. guy?" That's impossible. That's impossible. That's impossible. Goes, I yeah. saw this at the house. She goes like, she goes, "But I." I drew it from a, of a drawing. I, I, my teacher got mad at me and uh, told me to like you know clean the room. And I saw these drawings and I and I liked it and I redrew it. And he goes, well, what school is this at? And he goes, she goes, it's at the Leonardo da Vinci school. Yep. He goes, he goes, okay, we're gonna go there now and like you know we're gonna check it out. And mm. then I think she said she, I think she told the police to that she they were mm. going to the Leonardo da Vinci school. No, they didn't tell me yet because that's what she leaves for. She goes. Oh wait, she did. Yeah. No, no, no. That's why she leaves to make the phone call in the library. So, oh, okay. So okay. they go, they break into this room, this okay. this school. They go to the archive area and they start looking for it. And as they're looking through these pictures, she goes, "I'm gonna go call the police and tell right. them that we're here, so they can come and help us, or or so they don't shoot us." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then, the, then she, she hears the murderer like, "Oh, he says her name and grabs her." But then, but then he sees the name of the the, the painting, yeah. the the drawing that is like Carlo, and Carlo is his mm -hmm. friend's name from the beginning. So then, when he sees that, he goes, he calls his his girlfriend, and she's not answering. So then he goes, Carlo, I know you're here. Come out, Carlos. And he's like looking around, and all of a sudden he finds his girlfriend lying down, stab with a stab in her side, mm -hmm. and she's like. Uh, oh, I'm dying over here. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, okay, hold on. I'm gonna get. 
the police in here or whatever. And as he's walking, Carlos shows up with a gun. With a gun. He's like, I'm going to shoot you. Uh, I'm, I'm going I'm to freaking shoot you. And he's like, Carlos, don't do it. You know, he goes, yes, I'm the one. He goes, I'm the one who murdered him. And, but then when you think about it, you go, no, you're not. Yeah. Because while the murder was going on, you were out in the, uh, you were out in the, uh, in the alleyway. And, the, and the murder walked by, by you. So he's pre- now you say he's pretending to be the murderer. And the cops show up and start, like, break in and start shooting at him. But he escapes. Right. And as he's <laughs> so, running out, like, I forgot what it was. He had a chain or something on or whatever. Or he, he, got, he got caught on some rebar hanging off of a truck that drives by. And it and, drags him to his death. Yeah, he got a pretty nasty death. Yeah. Got, the truck didn't even know he was even and, hanging. And he's like... Back and forth across the street. Yeah. Then he went around a corner and he just got curb smashed. And you're like, oh, he's dead. And then they're like, and then it's like, okay, well, I guess he, I guess he was the murderer then. You mm-hmm. know, uh, uh-uh. uh. Nope. Because then that guy even says he was like, oh, this is this is wrong. Because he's like, somebody was here, blah blah blah. So he goes back to the girl's house and ruins the police evidence thing. And he's like, there was a picture here. I know it. I know. It. And then he starts figuring out. And then he he stands where that lady stood. Yeah. Or the, the murderer. Yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah. gave away. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's like, I wasn't wrong. There it, was, it wasn't here. a picture. It was a, it was it was this picture. My face was in. Yeah. It was a reflection. But some but there's something. Yeah. He went back to the he went back to the uh, what's it to the psychic's room right. house or whatever. And he's like, but no, wait a minute. There was a there was an image there that I that that's not here anymore. So it wasn't a reflection. And all of a sudden, the old lady shows up. Yeah. The, and then she's Carlos's like, mom who kept on. And she's got an axe in her hand. Yes. Ha! Like a, a meat cleaver. That's what she killed. And then she with. basically tells him that the deal was that, like, when they were, were it was during a Christmas, you know, Merry Christmas. Yeah. They were like, you know, they're having a Christmas party, and the kids playing the little lullaby music that she plays before she kills people. And then she's going like, "Well, my husband was gonna." Right after Christmas, he was going to put me in the mental hospital. And then you figure out, oh, she was freaking going loony because her husband mm. made her quit the business and she didn't want to do it. And then she started acting up. So he wanted to put her in the home. So then she turns around and she kills the guy right in front of the kid. Yep. And, and, that, you was know, and that was his dad. It was the dad that was in the room. She kills him. And then the kid, like, you know, so, you know, went nuts for the rest of his life or whatever. And then she goes, and now I'm going to kill you. you yeah, know? you killed my son for no reason. He's like, ah, I didn't do it. Yeah, I didn't do it. it. And she runs after She runs at him with an axe or whatever. And he kind of ducks out of the way. <laughs> and she gets, like, her whatever chain or whatever she has stuck on the elevator. So weird. Yeah, this is weird and nasty. So he's like, oh, crap. So what do I do now? She's like, I'm trying to get out. So he goes, Oh well, you know, so it hits the elevator going down, and as and then like you see like a close up of her head getting ripped off and white crap coming out yeah, of her the chain mouth. cuts her head off. And then the last scene is just him looking into a pool of blood, and then yeah. it goes, "You have just watched Deep Red and all the credits and blah blah blah." So it was a it was a good murder. Well, it was a solid movie. I mean, this is one when you look on IMDb, it's ranked at like five or seven point nine yeah, out of it's, ten. It's, it's, a, I mean, it's a highly ranked movie. It's, it's a got a lot ranked. of like you know plot weirdness in it, but it ties mm. most of it up, you know, for the. Late 60s, early 70s, um, hippie, arty stuff prevalent They're throughout. Take it, they took it seriously. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I saw it on an old WR, and I always liked it. And, yeah. uh, you know, I figured I'd, you know, I'd, here we go. Yeah, you know? so I'm going to give it a, I'm going to go with an 8. 
It's yeah, a I'm solid a, movie. It's I'm a good give movie. It a nine. It's it's a really well. Con- I I really recommend it if you get a nice copy of it. You know, like a Criterion, or if it's not Criterion, like a nice mm-hmm. DVD if you can or whatever. I will have to do that other one. I'm not. I mean, we it. ruined it for you though. Yeah. But, you know, nah, there's still plenty. If you just want to watch it for the stylistics, and there's a couple of scenes that we missed. There's up, plenty left in the, the bone. We we skipped over a lot of stuff because yeah. it's like whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I do have to go back and watch Suspir- Suspensia. What was it called? We'll we'll do Suspiria for the show. Suspiria. That's so, that's, yeah. that's even more brutal, though, than mm. this one. You've seen it before? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's more brutal, but... I don't uh, mind this kind of stuff. I, I mean, I just don't like uh, torture porn that, like, you know, where it's really saw, nasty yeah, for no saw, reason. Yeah. You're like, just go away. I don't need to see yeah. it. But this kind of stuff doesn't bother me. It's so, like, whatever. Yeah, so... All right, we're going to take a quick trailer break, and can you believe it? We're going to go into another movie. We're not probably not going to talk as much about the other movie, uh, but it's it's a good movie. So we'll be right back after these trailer breaks. Trailer break. Singular. Break it. Singular. Break, break, break it up. Break, break it down. One nine. Break, come on. You've got a smoke in the air. Break a breaker. T- one, one nine. Next. Break a breaker. What is it? Ten four. Ten good four, buddy. Yeah, I, good oh, we got a convo. I have that. I have that uh, CB learning record. I should put that on here. No. Remember I played that the one. <laughs> All right. No. We'll be right back. Not today. Mm, I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch has got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Mm-mm-mm. Hi, I'm Kathy, and just listen to this. The cheerleaders are back in our greatest adventure yet. Revenge of the Cheerleaders. Revenge of the Cheerleaders will show you why we're the team that everybody wants to make. We know the best way for our team to get ahead is for them to get a little behind. And that's what we're here for. So if you want to see the girls who put the high in high school and the last in your life, come check out Revenge of the Cheerleaders. We're everybody's favorite student body. Revenge of the Cheerleaders, rated R. Explosion in color, starring Don Stroud, Richard Conti, and Gordon Thompson. The Eyes of Hell and Explosion, a double screen shock. There are only two things I can't stand in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. Home. I have no home. Hunted. Despised. Living like an animal. The jungle is my home. That I will show the world that I can be its master. I will perfect my own race of people. A race of atomic supermen which will conquer the world. <laughs> oh boy, we're just all full of dropping clues. Yeah. Because that was Bella Lugosi from his famous. The, the real Bella Lugosi. The real Bella Lugosi from, from his, his famous Bride of the, <coughs> Bride of the, Bride of the Monster. Bride uh, of the Monster. Recitation, which is echoed in this next movie that yep, we're going to do. I had never seen it. Uh, and you had said, you've never seen that? And I said, nope. So finally I requested it on um, from Netflix. As a, I, I'm, I'm that last lone guy that gets guy. DVDs. 
Um, I actually don't think I'm going to buy this one. Uh, I know it's out there on some really good... Uh, yeah, I get it. Really good copies of it and everything like that. Oh, you just... <laughs> Wah, I hurt myself on your... Yes, I'm uh, on the spit... Not this, the, 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 spit pop, the pop filter. Yes, yes. Anyway. I have pop filters on these mics, and uh, they're, they're the metal ones. They're not the really expensive... They're uh, sharp. Yeah, they are. Uh, so, yeah, this is... I, I picked um, Tim, Bur- Tim Burton's Johnny Depp joint, Ed Wood. Um, boy, I forgot what... Johnny Depp was before he was playing Keith Richards in every movie. <laughs> I, like he was an actor. He was a good actor. Yeah, like because I remember him from. I liked him in Edward Scissor's Hands. Although I haven't seen it since we first watched it. Um, funny story. I do. Ha- I I had a porn. Uh, Edward Penis. Yeah. Edward Penis Hands. Yeah, I had that for a while, but then I lost it. Good. Wish I would have had that. I, I, I I'd make you watch that one. Yeah, for the show. Oh God, craziness. Edward um, Penis Hands. But yeah, so. Johnny Depp was really playing this straight. Like, they played well, this... Well, he played it comedic As a maniac, but, but... he changed his style. But, yeah, I mean... He, he became he was, a different person. It was great. There's not that much known footage of Ed Wood. He did do a couple of... Por- not porn, but sleaze movies. Yeah. So you really don't know what he was like. So he has to... He came up with, like, a kind of a 40s, 50s type of... Happy like, go lucky, pitch, pitch man. Yeah, yeah, guy, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, like yeah. almost like what's his face from John Lovitz, like you know. <laughs> That's what he was. He, <laughs> yeah, Johnny Depp was playing John Lovitz as uh, a yeah, forty pitch man. Hey, I know. I'll sell you a movie. Yeah, my that's name right. is. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that guy, you know, the liar or whatever. So yeah, he plays it kind of like that, but it's kind of you know it, the it fits. Per- the performances from everyone in in this movie. Yeah, they were all great. Were incredible. I mean, like, yeah. honestly, incredible. Martin Landau plays... Perfect. ...plays uh, Bella Lugosi. Channeled him, man. The most perfect ever. In a funny way. Because he was like... He, he, was, he was just funny. You know, he never really knew Martin Landau was funny, but he was hilarious. He's so good. He had, like, all these expressions, and he was like, the way his, he slumped over and all that stuff. He know. was so good. He won he, an Oscar. Yeah, of he course won, like, he an did, Academy man. He won award for this. Uh, yeah. and, and, and just... Ever and and uh, and uh, George the Animal Steel played Tor Johnson. George the Animal Steel, perfect. And th- that's just that's just perfect. easy casting. That's not even thinking about that one. You're like, you know. Yeah. It was so funny. There was it, it was a great Burton movie as because it was, it was probably the best one because it wasn't a Burton movie. That's I, right. I, he was I, doing it was he was doing it wasn't like his fantasy. It was like yeah. It was a it was a screenplay which was fanciful. It wasn't. It's not really. It didn't really happen like that. There's enough truth in it. To make it like okay, but yeah, this know, isn't a documentary. This isn't a documentary, but he had a he actually had to do a story that he didn't come up with, so yeah. he did. And he, I do like Tim Burton. He was stuff. faithful to it. I yeah, mean, I, do, I I like some of for it. the most part. Yeah, I, no one's ever going to be the whole filmography is perfect, you know. Yeah. So I, yeah. I would never even expect that. I because I but generally I think highly of Tim Burton and his and what he brings to the table. Not his um, version of Dark Shadows, though. That was terrible. Yeah, I don't not yeah and and, yeah. and again some stuff no but. Yeah, like he did that. Um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, uh, Willy Willy oh, Wonka no, thing. Willy Wonka is way better than that. That's though. what I'm saying. Like, you're not. And why that, go there? And that's fine. Know? That's you know. And that's one of those things you're like. Eh. Yeah. Why don't you just remake Citizen Kane next or something? How about remaking The Godfather? <laughs> Citizen Kane starring uh, Keith Richards as Johnny Depp. Yeah, you know, you're like with okay. Johnny Depp as Martin Bro with two balls of cotton in his mouth you know <laughs> but um, yeah i mean come on but, leave this, it alone. but this one was a really really well-made movie and, and it was 
neat. It, and it was know, in black and white. Black and white. Uh, originally, Columbia was going to do it, but they didn't want to do it in black and white. So Tim Burton said, well, if you're not going to do it in black and white, we're not going to do this movie. So he got yeah. more, He got Disney to do it. Yeah. So and, and he wanted to get the feel of the era and, and of the movies that he made. It was beautiful. This, this, and this black and white. Luscious. It, that's the thing. The, the tones were deep. The color was perfect. And they even played with it a little bit because she came out and she's like, should I wear the green one or should I wear the, 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 or the red one? And he's like, I'm color... His cinematographer is colorblind. He goes, I don't know, the darker gray one. And she's like, okay. She just looked at him and he's like, yeah, see? That's you know? Landau's daughter, by the way. Oh, really? That was his oh, daughter, cool. yeah. <laughs> she looks like him and... Martin Lando married his co-star Barbara Bain from Mission Impossible, and the yeah. daughter looks like both of them. Yeah, yeah. Did his wife break people's backs, or like like Bane? No. Oh, I thought no. maybe it was like a namesake no, or something no, like that. No. She just she just run up and like start breaking people's backs. No, no, different Bane, different Bane. So this, um, I don't even know what, how, like what to kind of. I'm not. We're not gonna go scene for scene. Well, for this, basically, it's like Ed, Ed Wood was like he was like the the guy. Who really wasn't talented, but had the enthusiasm to get something done. You yep. know, he's made he's made the cult, first scene. He's got a play. Movies. He's the eternal optimist. Yeah, he thinks he's the stickler, stickler, he, he's uh, stickler. Because he 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 was the first one where it was like no one would ever give him a chance. No one ever liked his stuff, and he just kept he rolling. Kept, he kept getting it made. He had a group of like out, outcasts and his like suffering girlfriend, and they did everything that he. He wanted him to do, and the first thing he's got this crappy play, yeah, and he's like, "Oh my God, this is gonna be a hit! I know it!" And then he's getting horrible reviews, and then he's he like, goes to everybody. Well, the costumes were good. He starts to find, he, he he finds the to find anything to make it positive, you know. And, and then he's working on the, and they chose him working as like a as a gopher, a, a, a gopher, a help, you know, a, 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 a production assistant. In, in, at a studio. At a big studio, you know. whatever, you know. And he wants to make a movie. And then he finds out that the, the, these two girls are looking at Variety. He goes, oh, they're making a sex change movie of Christine Jorgensen. And he goes, what are you talking about? I didn't see it. never saw that. And he goes, huh, that's interesting. You know, and you go, gee, I wonder why. And, and, one, of, and one of the editors, b- before that scene, one of the editors... Shows him that footage. Shows him all the stock footage. He's like, I could make a movie out of this. And that's where he's like... Because he's known for... He's like cobbling like, together. Like, if, if you gave him ten minutes of stock footage, he'll build a movie around that ten minutes and the and the hell with it, you know. Because supposedly in real life he was like an incredibly fast typist, so he would just do stream of conscious typing and make a script out of it, you know, in like two days. And somebody goes like, "All right, let's just do it," you know. So when he leaves the studio, right, he goes and he's walking down the street, and he just glances inside this like funeral home parlor and he sees like somebody that looks like Bell Lugosi in a coffin. He's like, he's I don't like, like this one. It's not big enough. I can't even lay my cross my arms correctly. So he's you like know? he's like, Are you Bell Lugosi? He's like, Yes, I am you know and he goes like, Oh, I love your movie, blah blah and he's like Bella says, Yeah, whatever, you know and he goes, Bella, you know, I'll give you a ride, you know, because he missed his bus or something. And he's like, That's my bus there. He's like, Don't you have a car? He's like, No, I don't I don't have a car and he's like I have a car, and he's and he like he takes him home, and they kind of strike up a rela- a friendship, kind of. At first, it's yeah, like kind a, of. at first know, it's like fan real admiration, you know. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, kind of yeah. cool because I guess they throughout the movie they made a point of making sure everyone knew that Lugosi didn't have any friends in, at this point in his career. He'd and been out of movies for twenty years. He was known as a smackhead, a junkie. But, but in you know. reality, but here's 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 BS Asterix, number yeah. one. Okay, well. He was he he was a junkie, 
but he actually got out of he actually didn't get kicked out he actually got moved to another home but he was cleared he was cleaned out he didn't come out like as they show you later like not cleaned up he did clean mm -hmm. himself up. oh no yeah that and he wasn't living he was not living alone he did ha he did remarry and he had another wife okay and he wasn't a foul mouth as you'll find out later in the movie or whatever he, he might have he might have said one he might have snapped one time but who it doesn't matter yeah you know? but anyway so and so well, well yeah. i guess but before he i think before he meets lugosi he reads about the movie and he calls up the producer and he goes, "I've got, I've, I've got, I'm your director." And he goes, "For, for this, for am the, I a man or a woman?" Yeah, or whatever man the name. or woman sex change movie. He goes, "Why are you my director?" And he goes, "Look, let me, I've got, I'll tell you exactly why." Yeah. And you got to talk to me. And the guy goes, "All right, who I don't care. Come on in or whatever." And then his Ed's wife is standing there. She's going like, "Why, why do you, why'd you tell him that? That you're like the perfect director for his movie?" And he goes like, "Oh, that's just a bunch of hooey. You yeah. got to get that together. It's it. true. You got to go. You got to do that to get into lie as much as you can." Yeah. You know? So of course he gets in to see the guy, and the guy goes, so, "So tell me, why, why is it that you think you're the perfect <laughs> director for this movie?" And he goes, uh, "Well." I've I'm never told anybody this before. Yeah, right. He I'm goes. a transvestite, and and the the way uh, the way uh, Johnny Depp plays this character and delivers this stuff is hilarious. Yeah, he is. You laugh a lot, and it's also this thing where he's 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 convincing at he every convincing, turn, you yeah. know. And this guy, and they they play that off a lot, saying, "So you're a fag." Pardon my language. This is the way they were there was a, what they were saying to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're gay. You're a fag. And he's like, "No, I love one. I love sleeping with women." Yeah. And he's like, "So what?" And he's like, "I wear that clothing. I wore it during World War Two. Yeah, Paris which is Super true. Yeah, it was, that part's true. And he's just like, "I like the way it makes me feel," you know, because. Then later in the movie, whenever he was full of doubt or whatever like that, he'd put on a cashmere and sweater. It, it was like a, it was like drinking or, or something yeah. to relax. He snapped, you, you know? and he'd come out and he would just be focused and go. Um, how much Edward actually directed in a, in girls' clothing and stuff? I who, doubt it. Who knows? I doubt it too. I mean, I doubt it. So, um, so basically, the director, the producer, tells him, "Look, you know, I, I don't know about this. You know, yeah. this there's a million back. people that could. There's do a million this. guys that can do this. So then, like after he meets Lugosi, he calls the guy. He comes back to the guy. He goes, "Look." I tell you what I can do. I can direct this movie. Not only that, but I can give you a star. And he goes, he's like, "What's it lacking? Star power." Star power. Yeah. And he goes, <laughs> "Now I'm channeling love. It's yeah, yeah. Copies the See? star. Yeah. Uh, the star power." So he goes, "Well, who are you gonna get for me?" And this is the, this is gonna be the next running joke. And he goes like. Bella Gosi and he goes. I thought he was dead. Oh yeah. Even the girlfriend says that when he says he met Blagosi, she goes. Yeah. He goes. Hey, I met a. He goes to his girlfriend before. He goes. Hey, I met a movie star. She goes. Who? He goes. It's a horror movie star. Karloff, no. Yeah. Basil Rathbone, no, you yeah. idiot. No, yeah. Bella Gosi. She did the same thing. I thought he was dead. Yeah. That they. The 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 axe grinding against Karloff this whole movie yeah, is yeah, quite yeah. poignant, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it's and you know so then they're playing around with it and then so he, they, he, he convinces the guy I'll get you Lugosi for a thousand bucks. Let's make this you know he goes all right go just make it so seven reels is playing gonna be playing in Alabama and Oklahoma or yeah whatever. it's like three states is three all states that is I need a movie in three weeks so he makes this movie. And John uh, and Edward has the cans. He takes the cans right to a uh, film head and says, "This is my movie." I figured rather than a resume, I'd bring you my thing. He starts pitch manning stuff. Yeah. And yeah, the guy's yeah. like, eh, "Maybe, whatever. Leave your wheels and get out of here." Yeah. And then he jumps out of the car and like looks. He he buys a newspaper and he's looking for it. And he's like, he doesn't see any reviews for it so, for Glenn and Glenn yeah, or Glenn Glenda. Glenda. Yeah, yeah. So he calls the guy. And he's like. 
that I played in three states and we lost our asses and I'm going to kill you if, if I, I ever see you. <laughs> and he hangs up the phone and he's like, eh. And he just jumps in the car and drives off. And then uh, yeah. they show the studio head watching the movies and he's... He's la- he, thinks it, he thinks it's a practical He's like, oh, this is just one of those... That joke from my friend over in... Uh, go, you know, not MGM, but Warner Brothers. Warner whatever. Brothers. Remember, he always sends us goof. Then they start laughing, you know. So Edward calls him, so what do you think about my movie? <laughs> and the guy goes, oh... Well, my next one's going to be really good, you know, and he's like, hangs up on him or whatever. So then he goes to his wife, and he's all depressed, wearing his Angora sweater, because he found out that he was wearing that, you know, from like, I I forgot, how did she find, oh, no. He gives her the script for Glenn or Glenda. And then, uh, that's right. There was that scene where he gives her the he, script. He goes, I you want go you and to read it. This. And then when she comes walking out, he's wearing all the clothing. And she's like, so you're gay? And he's like, no, I love sleeping with women. You yeah. know, like, it, there was a lot of confusion. And, then, and little so by little. There's a lot of confusion about transvestites and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and little by little, you're, you're kind of realizing that she's kind of going, she's going along with him, but she's kind of getting tired of his crap. You oh, know yeah, I mean? yeah. So basically, as he's li- sitting there in his living room, she goes like, well, Ed, maybe you're not the studio guy. Why don't you try to get funding for your movie or yeah. whatever? Be the other guy. And yeah. there is a whole, yeah, um, yeah. outside of the the Hollywood big boys, there's a whole culture about indie movies and those guys, sure. the sticklers. the, the, the Yeah, sticklers, most of the, the B-movie guys were independent. They have to be. Independent movies have to, they have to thrive and should be actually a bit more they prominent. Would not, they would never have gotten made by a big studio. Yeah. You, have they have, can. you have to have AIP or some other They're studio the, that yeah, took a or chance. Or Corman. Those or are AIP the stories Corman, that you're yeah. not going to hear or see. You need these guys. If you want everyone to like, oh, marry the 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 the, the heroine, the heroine get married and ride off into the sunset. Well, good on you. You know, I yeah. like we, everyone likes the the dirtier side every now and then. You know, or the rougher stories, the better stories. Yeah. You know, and it, it's so it's like I didn't really have any. I knew Ed Wood brought to prominence as. He the, the Razzies said the he was the, wor- the worst of director of all time, which he wasn't. Uh, yeah, that's, you know I don't know. That's subjective. That's sub- subjective. Um, and but all of his stuff immediately rose to cult status. Plan Nine from Outer Space is in every one of those blammo boxes because it's public domain and. I don't know if it is anymore. Oh yeah, it's been in, it's in like all these different things. Is so it? okay. once it's in a couple, they can't reel it back in. You okay. know. Um, so Ed Wood kind of. Gained a lot notoriety. of notoriety. He deserved her or not deserved as this horrible director. They they wrote a book in the seventies, Michael Medved, called the Golden Turkey Awards, which is basically like right. it started all the Razzies, movie the, re, 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 re reemergence of the B movie. Yeah, and he was. I he forgot. Was, I I said the Razzies, but you're right. It was the he Golden was called. Turkey. It was called. That's where the move. That's where the phrase Turkey came from. Yeah, the Golden Turkey Award, not Jive Turkey. That was from that movie in seventy five. That, that was a black movie. That's yeah. <laughs> so that's where he got his notoriety, and right. then he didn't live long enough to. Uh, because he died rewards. two years earlier. He yeah. died like in I think in like seventy eight. He was only fifty four. You know, from he was a raging alcoholic. For a raging from, alcoholic, by most accounts, yeah, and a raging know. transvestite too. But you I don't know, think you die. You don't die from that. You, no, <laughs> no, it was well, from smoking and 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 drinking. Drinking, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, his wife. Anyway, get back to the movie. His wife tells him, you know, go get funding or whatever. So he's trying to get like he's trying to get funding, and as it goes along, he starts meeting. Like he meets. Like Tor Johnson, yeah. and then he had a, Bill Murray a, plays a flamboyant. But uh, Bill Murray plays his buddy Bunny Breckenridge or yeah. whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know. And then he's he meets he meets a uh, Tor Johnson. He's got Bella, and then I think he decides 
Was this the point where he he's got that movie, The Bride of the Adam? I forgot. And he he's trying to get he he keeps having he meets someone he meets that, that says, girl. He meets Loretta yeah. King, which is right. Martin Landau's daughter. Well, he says, oh, he's trying to find backers. He's trying to find he, backers. he keeps having these these events at the Brown Derby, and it goes badly every time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's sitting there drinking, and he always puts down like whatever change he has in his pockets for some for some, some for cheap whiskey, or whatever. Yeah. And this girl's there sitting there, and she's like, oh, I want to be. I, I you know she she seems like she just fell off the turnip truck like a classic rube you know yeah, he's she like just came to Hollywood to yeah, be famous I'm gonna be famous and he's like hey why don't you be in my picture and she's like sure she's like oh sixty thousand that's not a lot of money and he's like so you can do it and she's like yes and she's saying yes but does not giving the money which comes up again yeah but then she takes the part of his girlfriend of his girlfriend in the movie and his girlfriend like that's gets, the real reason they broke up yeah oh, yeah supposedly like that yeah. was the last straw. Cause he thinks he's giving a backer like this uh, the 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 choice role, but reality, the the lady the the new actress didn't have any money. Yeah, she gives him like three hundred dollars. All she had, yeah. So he they shoot like three hundred dollars worth of footage, and then the the guy from the studio goes, okay, well you know you know you gave me the down payment, but I need the rest. And he goes, but we've only shot like ten minutes. He goes, I don't care, I need the rest of the money. Yeah. So then he walks up to Loretta King, you know, and he goes like, um gotta have that money now she goes what money he goes yeah you know the 60,000 he said you had oh I gave you everything that I had yeah. and he's like uh, and then they kick everybody out of there yep. so then he goes okay we gotta go back to the to the no no he no he doesn't go to the brown derby again he ends up going to like finding some meat packer guy yeah he, well, well I, yeah he find yeah they the, try. Some, I think they tried again the brown derby it failed again yeah and then so then the, this meat packer's like yeah you can but there's two conditions. There hasn't been explosions, and then also my son, my son has to be in it, and he's a real good-looking guy or whatever like that. And he's like, okay, whatever. So he gets the funding. So he gets the funding, and then they go in. Before they can shoot the movie, they have to go back in the studio, yeah. and they have to steal the octopus and some of the effects yeah. in order to make the scene where Bella Gosi fights this octopus. And throughout all this movie, they really, they really pushed... The Bell Lugosi as a junkie yeah. thing. They put they really push the the salacious aspects of his life, but I guess it makes for a more dramatic movie. Right. I don't know. Well, I, from I think that is true though. That's yeah, the, but they really like exploited it. I'm more, sure so. there is quite a few of our stars that we love that are junkies. Well, he, yeah, yes. he had a back injury yeah. and he got hooked on morphine or something like that. Yeah. Just which like happens just to like Brett Favre. Normal. Yeah, and, they, opiates, and then they kicked it. Yeah, yeah. It's a I, from what I understand, and this I don't quote me on this, but I think that certain certain genetic makeup makes you makes you very susceptible to opiate addiction, and some don't. Yeah. Like some doesn't matter at all, and some the second they try it, they're first kind drink, of that's it. You know. First drink, you're done. So you know, I, I'm assuming my family's predisposed to liking alcohol. Some. I'm op- assuming my family. Some opiates. Some some family bloodlines. Opiates are just the bee's knees. See, you know? My family opiate, my family opiates should be predetermined to be like gamblers, but it turned out to be comic books and B movies. Yeah. Go figure. Which is worse? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So I hit know, it again. Yeah, I know you're killing that I'm thing. I'm telling you, man. So, so they shoot the movie. They get it done. They they have a premiere which goes nuts. The people go insane or whatever. It's just another goofy comedy. Yeah, scene they're or throwing whatever. popcorn at them, and one lady, one kid runs up and grabs Elvira's boobs. And and then like later they're walking. I was like, hey, did you see that? Because they were like, they did it. It didn't deter Ed Wood at all. 
how people were Eternal hating optimist. him. And he was an optimist, and, and, and he was like, he was like, hey, did you see that kid grab uh, Elvira's boobs? And um, Bella goes, yeah. Bella goes, yes, yes, I was so jealous of him. So then, it's so funny. It's so then, so after stupid. that, they have like a party, like a rap party, and they're yeah. all celebrating and blah blah blah, and this and that. And then, like, the Ed comes out like in, in drag, and he does his little dance of the seven veils. I thought they were gonna turn on him because they were a bunch of good old boys. No, but, but they the didn't. girlfriend turns on. The girlfriend, him. yeah. Because she like had enough. She goes like, oh, so now it's not even and you know hidden anymore. Now you're like out and about you know and here i am trying to you took away my leading role now you're making a mockery and all these idiots you got around me i'm done yeah. and it's true she did leave him and she yeah. had a career as a songwriter she's like the end it says she actually wrote some hits for elvis yeah, or whatever. yeah you know, of dolores stuff. fuller you know was her was her name so he she leaves her yeah and then he's sitting there and he's like all depressed or whatever and then he calls up uh, Vampira, and he's like trying to get a date with her, and she's like, "Well, aren't you a, a you know a homo or <laughs> no, homosexual?" I, I goes, no, I love I love women. No, she goes like, "Well, you're not my type." Yeah. He goes, "Well, I might have a movie role for." Her. She goes, "Yeah, all right, ever." She couldn't care less. She ends up getting fired, you know. So yeah. then, then this girl is actually the one that convinces Elvira to be in the movie because now they're now they're going to do the Bride of the Atom. Or the atomic? No, uh, no, no, no. Bradley Adam is the one that they fit that they had. To, they already did. Okay, what was the one? Then the next one was. Only, the first one was Glenn and Glenn. Then they Bride of the Adam, and then like he's thinking about doing another movie, but then Bella dies. Right. No, Bella gets sick. Bella calls him in because yeah. Bella every once in a while calls him in the middle of the night. Eddie, come here. You know. Yeah. First he's trying to commit suicide. That <laughs> was a weird scene. But this time he's like, oh, hey, you gotta help me. I'm, I'm dying over, you know, whatever. And he comes in, gets him. And he basically takes him to the yeah. to the asylum, and he, which you know, the picture that that scene where they were taking the pictures, that is a real picture of Bella Lugosi looking. Yes, there's like a real picture out there yes, that yes. they caught of him, and he's looking very gaunt. Yeah, and like everything's very left old, his body, you yeah, know, yeah. and feeble, you know, and that was a published picture of Bella Lugosi, and yeah. they recreated that scene with some dramatic flair, of course, you know. Um, yeah, and 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 again, this movie paints Bella looks like he was homeless, no wife and no friends. He had tons of friends. He was re remarried. You know, but they have to make him they have to make it more so like Ed and him or like Tom uh, Kindred bonded, spirits, you know, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And then the way they were, you know, because there's an interview with Bella after he came out of the uh you know the and and I actually downloaded it, that he came out of the uh, uh rehab. Rehab and they, what, what are you gonna do? I got he goes, I have another movie coming up uh, directed by my friend Eddie Wood or whatever called The Ghoul Goes West so he was you know whatever you know so mm. he takes him to the rehab and he's and then he just leaves him there and the next scene as you see Ed just uh, fell asleep like in the rehab they're waiting to see what's going on and there's like a woman there sewing and he's like she's like he's like oh hi who are you and she's like oh I'm here, you know, my name is Kathy, and I'm here because my dad's here. And he goes, oh, yeah, what about you? He goes, oh, my friend's here, too. She goes, oh, who's your friend? He goes, Bela Lugosi. And she goes, oh, oh, I love Dracula. That was the first movie I ever saw. And he goes, oh, yeah, me, too. You know, so they strike up, yeah. like, a little bit of a romance or whatever, you know. And he actually takes her out on a date. Yeah. And he goes on this, he go, and he, they're, right, they're walking through the carnival, which they still have to this day. And, they, and he goes, oh, oh, there's the spook house or whatever. Let's go in. And I have ridden in a, I remember riding in a spook house. Oh, yeah, house, I've been in them. Yeah. Just like that with a little car that goes through there so or whatever. So cheeseball. And they're always Love like, it. You know, you're like, okay. Yeah. So they go into there, and the thing breaks down. And it like, and they break down. They're both stuck. And, you know, there's like lights come on. And he's like, gets like an epiphany. And he goes, look. 
I want to tell you now we're we're just on the first date and I really like you, but I want you to know something before we go further. She goes, "What?" He goes, "I dress in women's clothing." <laughs> and she's like, "Huh?" He goes, does that mean you don't like having sex with girls? And then he goes... No, I love having sex with women. (laughs) (laughs) She she goes, no, I love it. She goes, okay. He goes, well, is that going to be a problem? And she's like, I guess not. Yeah, she's almost like, eh, whatever. And she stuck with him all the way through. Yeah, that was his spouse. That That was like his... His wife for... Forever through all the pitfalls that they went through, living and, you know, nothing and... Having to write, you know, porn novels for a living and alcoholism or whatever. Yeah. So, okay, so they're like, you know, they're like, you know, okay, we're good. And then finally, they basically let Bella out of the rehab because it, his insurance Didn't have an ran insurance, out. Yeah. Actually, the reason why he called Eddie at night or whatever, he was freaking out because there's unemployment was going to run out. They were going to kick him out of his house. So then, you know, basically they took him to get rehab. So he goes, look, you got to get him out of here. So he gets Bella out, and he goes, Bella, you got to leave. And Bella's like, oh, I don't feel good, you know? And he's like, oh, no, but you're fine. You look great. All the tests came back. You're perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, like, he's just lying to him, just like, oh, yeah, come on like out. Everything else. Trying you're to like, smooth yeah. it over, make, him, you know, make it better. So he gets know. him out of there, and then he like, you know, they're walking down the street, and then, and then Bella's like, well, we got to make another movie, Eddie. Yeah. And so, yeah, because he, now he's out and about, and he, he's already, he knows he needs money. So then they sh- they start shooting a scene in front of Bella's house, and Bella's like, "So where's the sound people and where those out?" He goes, "Oh no, we're gonna add sound later. Just walk this out." This is like B B roll, you know. Yeah, B roll. Where just walk out and you hear, "Well, what's my motivation? Well, you're going. You're a famous guy, and you're going to this house." And Bella's like, "Well, let me let me grab this flower and do this." And he goes, "Okay." Yeah, this actually was his last scene. His it was last, the last scene. You know. So it was sh- so that was shot, and then like. You know, they cuts to bed. He cuts to Ed Wood and his wife at home, or his girlfriend. There's not his wife yet at home, and they're like reading something. And then he gets a phone call that like Bella died. Mm. So you know, they're all they're all sad, and then Bella, you know, passed away, or whatever. You know, so then like so then like after he passes, you know, after he passed away, and he had the funeral. Ed decides he wants to do like another movie, right? So he starts yeah. writing a script. Yeah, he's called Grave Robbers from Outer Space. Yeah, that's the one. And and he basically no 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 that's not what happened. So he, after the, Bella dies, he goes back and and the next scene is like you see a car pull up to an apartment building. A guy knocks on his door, and Ed Wood's like yeah, and he the guy goes like yeah hey I'm your landlord and you haven't like you know paid your rent. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You bounce like your third check and he goes like oh, oh come on in I, I'll give you another one. Yeah yeah. That's he's like my account my he's like my accountant must have transferred it from the wrong funds and all that so he's giving him a shtick so the guy goes well oh i see you got a lot of pictures here in the wall i'd, I'd like to get in pictures and he's like we want to do it we want to do the 12 apostles story yeah, for, yeah, my, yeah. for my for my baptist church and then ed starts doing his spiel saying well no what you do is you fund something smaller and you roll all those profits and you make all your money and, and, and he goes and i've got the exact thing for you right here he goes you make movies he goes oh yeah i write them and direct them and produce them he goes like oh he goes i've got this roll of film here the last footage of bella lugosi has a sugar and he goes that's not much film is it he goes no but i've got this script right here called grave robbers from outer space and it's going to make you a bunch of money and you know whatever and you can roll that into your other project you know for your church i don't know if the baptist church will go along with it he goes this is guaranteed money and he's like, okay, okay, okay yeah. all right, I guess I'll do it because he convinced him. So he gets his whole group of people, all his freak, 
but even Vampira to make this movie. But there's one, there's one like uh, thing. There's one like hurdle they have to go through. They all have to get before they make the movie. They have to go get baptized by the Baptist by the <laughs> Baptist Church or the Baptist Church. Yeah, you know? that's so funny. So and he's got all his freaks, you know, there. Because even Bella, and they do he got the his pool. chiropractor to play yeah. Bella because he supposedly looks like him. Yeah, because then they had um. And because even Bill Murray, they did it in a pool because Tor Johnson was so big. And they yeah, said, yeah, right. They right. said how only you could convince your friends to get baptized to make a to make a <laughs> crappy movie, you know? Because Bill Murray was pretty funny in this. He wasn't his Bill Murrayist. No, he, he was, was acting. He was, yeah, he was acting. He was playing. He was acting like that. So so they get their funding and they get they start making their movie and like I well like again like whenever Ed's making a movie, he's always got the producers like behind his back. And then the the guys go, hey, look, you know, now that we're giving you this fifty grand, you got to put my son in the movie too, yeah. You know? And he snaps and he goes to a bar. He's drinking and he sees his he other. Sees, he's in he, drag. He's yeah, he's in drag and he sees his other, the other person he mentions as always being his uh, his men or his who he looks up to, Orson Welles. Orson Welles, yeah. Because he's got Orson Welles. Yeah, and so he and Orson Welles is like, it doesn't matter about all that crap because he was complaining about uh. When people want the backers want people in the movies and yeah, all yeah. the stuff that they're going through, he's like, "Well, it doesn't really matter because all that really matters is is when you make that movie." Yeah. And he don't stands let up, that, your vision is the right vision. You know, don't just, let anybody screw it up. Just make it. Yeah. I made Citizen Kane that way. And it was my best movie. Yeah. So you do the same. So it's like, yeah. So yeah. yeah, he like fires him up and he goes in there and he takes over. And they finish the movie, you know. And they finish Plan Nine. There's a bunch of scenes where they recreate Plan Nine scenes. They do a really great job. And you know, like what's her, Lisa Maria's vampire is great, except she's got way bigger boobs than vampire. Oh ever yeah, did. but she's great, you know. And they read the movie, and then the last part of the movie is like, you know, they they got the world premiere, and Ed Wood and Kathy are driving in there, and as soon as they park up to the theater because they're late, it's it starts raining rain, on yeah. them. But they go, oh no, he goes, well no, let's get in. So he walks in, you know. There's no like like when they did Bright of the Atom, the whole place was like a. Uh, freaking a Madhouse, lunatic! Yeah. Everybody's sitting there. He runs up. He goes, "This movie is dedicated to Bella." You know, they they go Roll up in it. there. Yeah. They play the movie, and everybody, you know, the movie's great. He st- he starts reciting scenes from it. Everybody applauds, and then when they leave, they go, "Oh, this is the greatest! That's greatest! Let's go get married." Yep. And she's like, "You mean now it's raining?" He goes, "Let's just go to Vegas right now and get married. Yeah. It'll probably stop raining before we get to the Eternal Optimist." And then they leave for <laughs> Vegas, and you know. It kind of ends on a high note. Yeah. You know? It went downhill after that for Ed, even though he did get other movies made. Yeah. You know. But he made a living writing, you know, dirt. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's that's, and then he goes at the end, like in like in Plan Nine, it ends with that guy Jeffrey Jones playing Criswell, you know, doing the ending out of yeah. the coffin. And it says the end, filmed in Hollywood, USA, yeah. just like in you know. It was it was a fun Plan movie. It, it was, was a, a lot better movie. than I thought it was going to be. I was not worried because I know it, this is highly acclaimed by most yeah, everyone that's yeah, seen it. Yeah. I just hadn't seen it, you know. And it was always like, I'll see it one day. I'll see it one day, and one day never comes. Yeah, it was. It, um, I'm glad it came in because it was a good one. Yeah. For, uh, you know. So it was um, kind of it did. It was probably it's like way, fast and loose. I was gonna say it was way more glamorous than his life, I'm sure. And a little um, more, and it's probably more energetic easier. and yeah. I was gonna say Ed, uh, uh, Johnny Depp made it a lot more energetic and fun. I'm sure yeah. Ed Wood was probably 
not that guy completely. Well, have, but you, seen, have you seen pictures of Ed Wood? He was like a good-looking dude. No, no, I meant the, his manners and how, how... But, you know, he had, you to, never he had know. to have been a salesman in order to get all this oh, done. Yeah. He had to BS all these people and actually believe it in his brain that he could do it. Because if he did, he did. This is, I mean, And the thing about this movie is whatever you think about Ed Wood or not, guess what? He had, he got it done. Huh? Good or bad, he got it done. It got made. It got shown on the screen. The books got published. So if you're sitting there and you're a critic and you've never made a movie, written a book, or done it, well, guess what? Ed did. Yeah. So, so. yeah, a lot of ah, oh, his stuff's fun. It I, is fun. I don't care about uh, reality versus you know yeah. like cheaply made stuff and. Are they? Are they? They're they're no grand opuses, but they're fun. And you and watch it, and you go, eh. yeah, that's what I mean. You For just, various reasons. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you laugh at it, sometimes you laugh with, with it. it. Whatever, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So what do you give this one? It's gonna get another nine. Man. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll probably give this one a nine just because of the. Saw it in I, the theaters. Boy, and I was really, I hearkened back to a time before Johnny Depp was just playing that one character over and over again, the Pirates of the Caribbean, which I like those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're moneymakers. But that's all he is now. He got rich off those movies. And that's all he plays is just that one guy, that that character. He, I'm sure he can play other people. He's a good actor. I mean, he, he is a good actor, but he's just... He's from South Florida. Settled too. in, and that's kind of it. He's you know? from Miramar High School. When I went to see, when I went to see the first... Um, a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Mm. We were in the theater matinee, and he's in it. And he shows up, and a, t- a couple of guys in the theater goes, "Hey, Johnny!" And I'm like, "Oh!" And then I found out later he was from Miramar High School. And he was in a band called The Kids that actually played like huh. locally. So wow. uh, you know, local boy. That's awesome. Made, he know, was that, that first nightmare. He he was the the blood fountain one. He was the guy yeah. that pulled into the water bed and comes up. In yeah, the, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So you know, he was on the ceiling, right? And then the yeah, yeah that, that's a messed up movie. Yeah, it is. I have those. Yeah, but, not yeah. my favorites. All right, that's gonna be it. That's that is our it for our 250th show. Um, extravaganza. Extravaganza. Ed Wood and Deep Red. You know. Go get them. And go get them. Go watch them somehow, however you can. And uh, here's to 250 more, hopefully. Let's go, man. All right. We'll see. You. And as always, we're going to be sung out by the melodious tone. We need to We need to do his movie. The dulcet point. tones of, oh, I know I want to do a giant Gila monster. I love that movie. Yeah, I got to get, I got, we got to do it. All right. This is Don Sullivan with the Mushroom Song. We'll see you for 251 next week.
garden, beautiful garden, held in the arms of a world without joy. And then there was laughter, wonderful laughter, for he created a girl and a boy. And the Lord said, oh, laugh, children laugh, the Lord said, laugh, children laugh, the Lord said, laugh. I never felt any more like laughing than I do right now. 